Quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, Yes Guy, for the 100th time, welcome to Yes Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. We crossed the 100 mark. Show number 100, Perry. Unbelievable. It's amazing that it's happened, so I just have to say to you, can you dig it? I can dig it, and I can follow that up with a yes, guy. Unbelievable. Oh, I already said that, so it has to be believable. Coming up very shortly, Leo Routens will have uh, a bunch of people phoning in that want to wish us well on our 100th anniversary show. And Herb Braley, our original sponsor, will stop by. Argos head coach Ryan Dinwiddie will stop by as well as the Argos are getting set to figure out who they're going to play in the Eastern Conference Final as the CFL season gets really interesting. In the meantime, if you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinctive advantage contact charles park managing broker remax realty services incorporated brokerage offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring for a confidential interview call charles at 647-292-8886 or contact him via email charlespark at remax.net when you go to fox40shop.com's website you will find the fox40 titan the fox40 coaching boards fox40 electronic whistle producing 100 decibels at the push of a button go to fox40shop.com use the code yes guy for 15 percent off your order. Guest number one on show 100, Leo Routens. Leo, how are you today, sir? I'm great. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't know I was going to be guest number one on show 100. That's huge. I didn't want to, you know, sort of get you all nervous when I booked you, but it, you are in the driver's seat on, on show 100, uh, and we're thrilled to have you here. Uh, so, so let me ask you this. Let's go back to, I was doing some research on you. My goodness, 14 knee operations. How would you sum that up? Uh, so I sum it up that uh, it's no fun when everything hurts. How's that? <laughs> yeah. That's the ultimate perseverance to get through that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if you like recently, uh, you know, I had back surgeries that people kind of, some people wrote about it, talked about it, but uh, I've had that issue since I was 11. So I think a lot of things because of my back triggered, you know, whether it's your movements, whatever, whatever else, triggered a lot of things in the rest of my body. Um, so I ended up having like almost 30 surgeries throughout my career up till today. And, and I think a lot of it had to do with my back more than my actual knees, but you know, things just happen because of the way you're either your gait, the way you run, the way you compensate this and that. So, uh, unfortunately that was my path. <laughs> well, Leo, I've never met you before. So first of all, hello, uh, I've admired your work and I've got to ask you the, the question right off the top. What are your thoughts about what happened with Steve Nash? Well, a pleasure to meet you too. Um, you know, he's the he's the he's the scapegoat, right? He's the guy you gotta. He's the easiest guy to chop. Put it that way. Um, you know, coaches are always the one. It's one guy. You make a change. That's it. It's it, it gives the appearance of trying to do something, but that's not their problem. I mean, if you think about it, the last two years, Steve Nash has averaged forty six wins. You know, they were a toe toenail away from knocking out the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. So the issue is not Steve. Uh, when they actually had Harden, Durant, and Irving in the lineup, which was so minimal, uh, they were 16-3. and So, uh, or 13-3 and in the 16 games they were together. So, come on. Uh, it wasn't about coaching. It's about the fact that you have a chaotic situation uh, that was mismanaged from the beginning. 
And you can't even put it all on the GM, Sean Marks, because there's no way he's going to go bring in all these big names without management saying, go get them. All right, you're in New York. We need to make a splash. We want we want people to forget about the Knicks. Well, they already have, but you want people to forget about the Knicks and make Brooklyn the go-to destination. So that was the intent, and it's it's backfired to this point. Uh, and now you have even bigger issues with Kyrie Irving. So I feel bad for Steve because I thought I actually thought he did a good job in extremely difficult situation. You know, uh, quite a ways back, you were a first-round draft choice. And uh, back then it was big news. Now you have Canadians getting drafted, you know, not only in the first round, but first overall. What are your thoughts about the evolution of Canadian basketball? It's amazing. Uh, you know, Canada has the most NBA players in the NBA outside of the United States. And that number is going to continue to grow. Um, they're imp- you have impact players. Like you said, you've had number one picks. You've had uh, lottery picks. So it- it's really a special thing to see. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when I did it, it was it was kind of, an unrealistic thing, really. Um, you know, to say you want to be an NBA player back then, people are looking at me like I was some kind of weirdo. Now, I mean, think about it. Guys like Andrew Wiggins was born in 95. The NBA came to Canada in 95 on both coasts. And kids could watch, you know, 100 games, you know, 200 games a year on TV of all the NBA teams. They could go to clinics and camps. And they, they just got exposed to the NBA in real life. Uh, you know, I rarely saw that. You had some a sprinkling of Buffalo Brave games when I was a kid. But um, so these kids have grown up, and, I, and I'm a firm believer: if you can see it, feel it, taste it, touch it, you can you can do it, and 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 really believe you can do it. And all these kids uh, are in that environment, and the game has grown, and and the popularity is unbelievable. So uh, for a guy that's been there from the beginning, it's just beautiful to watch right now. Yeah, no question. You led the way, and you have the family experience of your son Andy being drafted by the Knicks in, in 2010. So from '83 to 2010, there's quite a difference, isn't there? Oh yeah, huge difference. I mean, uh, you know, it used to be a big deal if anybody got drafted, just anywhere, anywhere. Um, you know, and 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 you can even go back a little further that you know the NCAA game, right? When it, when a Canadian kid got a scholarship, everybody's like, oh, that's great, and some of these kids hardly played. Some of these kids had minor roles or whatever. Then all of a sudden you see kids being major players on teams, They're not just role players, major players on these teams. And then it progressed to, to the NBA. You know, all of a sudden now you're getting more kids just drafted in, in important roles, first-round picks, and then being key contributors on, on really good NBA teams. So, uh, yeah, it's changed a lot. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's dramatic how much has changed and – uh, like I said, the, the the cool thing is it's not going to slow down. It's going to keep going like this. You know, Leo, a lot of former players transition to broadcasting. Some do well. Some can't quite understand it or how to develop a personality. How were you able to find a comfort level with it? Um, you know what's weird is that this was a plan from ninth grade. My guidance counselor was also my basketball coach, Dan Prendergast at St. Mike's. And, uh, you know, I hate math. I hate numbers. They terrify me. Uh, and I, I said, what can I do? Like, what kind of a career can I have? And as unrealistic as it was, I was convinced I was going to be an NBA player. I had no doubt in my mind. So I said I wanted to find a career where I could actually combine the two. I didn't want to be like in some laboratory while I'm also a basketball player and they're unrelated careers. So we talked and, and you know, I'm comfortable in front of people. I'm comfortable talking. I'm comfortable writing. 
so we decided that broadcast journalism would be a, a good career to pursue. Uh, Syracuse, where I, you know, uh, played college ball, had one of the best schools in the country. And, you know, I think that the best advice I ever got uh, from a professor at Syracuse was your degree doesn't matter at all. What matters is your resume. So from the time that uh, any opportunity I could, even while I was playing, I, just, I tried to build up a resume. Uh, I wrote columns in the Italian newspaper when I played in Italy. I did the CBC Olympics when I was still playing with the 76ers on radio. I, you know, I, when I got hurt, I would do the Syracuse basketball games uh, on TV. So any chance I could, I, I, I was building up a resume and getting comfortable doing it. Uh, and then fortunately the opportunity came, uh, you know, I was doing a lot of ESPN college hoops and stuff and the opportunity came to, to join the Raptors. So, uh, you know, I was blessed in that regard, being able to do that here in my backyard. And, uh, so I've always, it's, it's just something I've always felt comfortable with and, uh, love doing. So Leo, when you're, when you're broadcasting, what part of that do you, did you realize at the very start you were very comfortable at? Uh, you know, I, I was just. I was already doing stuff, uh, you know, like I said, college ball and stuff like that. And, and I was comfortable from the beginning, really. Uh, never, uh, nothing, nothing about it, you know, bothered me, got me uptight. Uh, uh, and then, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I was very fortunate. And you know who I'm talking about, John Saunders. Yeah. Uh, you know, w- one of the best in, in the history of broadcasting in our country. Uh, John, you know, was the Toronto Raptors play-by-play for the first five years with me. And that was like amazing. You know, it, it really was incredible to work with him. And think about it. My first guys I worked with were John Saunders, Dan Shulman, and Rod Black. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, hey, welcome Hall to the fame. business. And uh, yeah, I got the Hall of Fame uh, crew around me. And uh, so it was incredible uh, what I was able to pick up on these guys. And, you know, John, John said three things that I never forgot. He said, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You screw up. So what? Everybody does. Right? Just have fun with it. Second thing was, don't plan what you're going to say. Say it. You know what you're talking about. And, th- and that's a big one. Uh, yeah. That's just being comfortable. That's being prepared. That's being all that. Uh, I see so many people that they plan what they're going to say, and you screw it up, and it's like a domino effect. It keeps going. Um, so that, w- that was really important. And then the last thing he said was, you know what? It's never as good as you think or as bad as you think. You know, and that's about consistency, you know, and, and don't get too up or down. And I even equate it to being a basketball player. You know, how many times you see a player beginning the game, you miss a shot, you turn the ball over, and in your head you're going, oh, man, it's, I'm having this bad game, and you start to unravel, right? Whereas if you could just stop it right there, take a look at those plays, and, okay, yeah, all right, missed a shot, had to over, big deal, and go on. Or you see a player that has this great game, and the next game he's, like, shooting from all over the place because he's on cloud nine. You can't do either of those things. Uh, so, you know, John's advice was, was incredible, and I was very fortunate to, to work with so many great people early on. Well, you mentioned the first five years working with John Saunders, and the first five years of the Raptors, and probably even a, a lot longer than that, you know, they, they were just this new team representing Canada, but they really hadn't established themselves. When did you feel that what was the turning point in terms of the Toronto Raptors' history? I think there were a few. Um, just initially, you know, with, with Isaiah Thomas and Damon Stoudemire, I think that was big. Uh, Isaiah Thomas wasn't just a suit. He was a personality in a GM role. Uh, and uh, Isaiah Thomas, I mean, Damon Stoudemire came in and, 
you know, the Raptors didn't draft a seven-footer. They drafted an average-sized guy that people could actually relate to, uh, and he was a star. So I think that was an important uh, start. Uh, I think when you, you know, Vince Carter certainly was a big impact, right? Uh, he was, uh, he, he came, he came in and uh, just really, I think, put the Raptors on the map in a lot of different ways, uh, making the playoffs for the first time. Uh, that was, that was a big deal. Uh, so I think along the way you have, you have a lot of things like that, that I think just kept spiking people's interest. Uh, and then, then you get to the point where now you're, you're, you're a 50 win team every year and you're a playoff team every year. Uh, those things just set the whole, you know, all the wheels in motion. And from that point on, it was no looking back. And, and this team is, uh, just, uh, uh, it's been a fun team. It's, it's, uh, exciting uh throughout the years if you look at the, just the nature of the teams and the players that uh it's fun to go to games it's fun to watch this team play uh versus you know there's a lot of teams in a lot of markets i turn on the game and go i can't watch i mean i just don't like their teams i don't enjoy watching their basketball whereas with the raptors i i, I haven't felt that very often uh throughout uh, the history and again once they started hitting the 50 win plateau uh, it's just been an enjoyable team to watch. And I think that's why so many fans around the country, um, you know, really, really get a kick out of it. And then, you know, when they won the championship, they did it differently. You know, remember that was at a time when everybody's saying, you got to get the stars. You got to get, you know, you had Miami, you know, reining them in, Golden State reining them in. Uh, and the Raptors, they had one star, Kawhi. Yeah, they had an all-star in Kyle, but then they had players they developed from within from their scouting, from, you know, finding the gem in a rough, from their development, making key trades, um, you know, and they did it in a different way that has been done in recent years. And I think the whole NBA took notice. And, and I think basketball fans around the country saw this team play the game the right way. Uh, you know, they shared the ball. They, made, they, 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 they played team game. The defense was paramount. Uh, the way they just acknowledged each other, played the game, the intensity, uh, I, I think that was a huge step along with winning a championship that a lot of people around the country said, wow, you know, th this is pretty cool. This is, this is a fun team to watch. This is the right rate of play. If I was a coach uh, in, in this country at that time, I'd be showing all my players, this is how you play the game. Uh, and you, you put all those things together and you have, a, you have a pretty darn good product. So, Leo, let's end on this. Based on what you just said there, for a guy who was drafted in 1983 in the first round, his son was drafted in 2010 by the Knicks, you're on the broadcast crew for both networks doing these games in 2019, and you realize that this team could win, and you also realize there's, there's viewing parties all over the country. It, re, it unites the country. What, what were you thinking back then? It was, it was mind-boggling. What you just said is kind of what, what I was thinking was, yeah, not just the championship. I'm thinking day one. I'm thinking when there was just a small community of basketball junkies in this city, in this country. I'm thinking, you know, how, how hard it was to just, you know, get opportunities to play. So my, my, frame, my, my frame of mind and my reference was all of that uh, as it was happening. So, you know, I'm a Toronto kid. So, yeah, I'm a Toronto Raptors broadcaster, but I'm a Toronto kid. So the, what the meaning for me was, was enormous to see this all happening and coming together. So it was much more than just a team winning the championship in 2019. 
it was kind of the history of the game and, and, and you know, what brought us there. Leo, thanks very much. We really appreciate this and uh, would like to have you back. Yes, guy. I'd love to. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thank you. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for a comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX Realty Services Incorporated Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring for a confidential interview. Call Charles at 647-292-8886 or contact via email charlespark at remax.net. When you go to the fox40shop.com site, you will find hockey products like the Fox 40 Call, Fox 40 Super 4 CMG. Don't forget to pick up a copy of the 40 Ways of the Fox, Ron Foxcroft's inspirational book for new entrepreneurs and business veterans alike. Fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes, guy, the radio show. Welcome back. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you on TSN 1050. Check out Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, and a sleek titanium body. The Titan emulates the authentic sound of the Fox 40 Classic, available now in titanium gold or matte black. Go to fox40shop.com. Well, let's. Uh, we have callers in the line here because it's our 100th show, so caller number one, go ahead. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's the Prime Minister once again calling in to say congratulations, Jim, and of course, Perry, on your 100th episode. You've certainly deserved it. After decades in the industry, it's only appropriate that you came together for this podcast, which provides impressive sports commentary and comedy for so many listeners. And on behalf of the entire Liberal Caucus, Felicitation. That's French. I also have, from the city of Toronto, the mayor, John Tory, Mayor? Well, I just want to say, as a former radio announcer myself, who knows, I just may come in after my latest term as mayor, that it's so impressive to see the types of shows this, like this continue. I can tell you, as a subscriber, I listen to just about 57 different shows at fast speed while I'm reading my briefings in the morning, while, mind you, conducting a speech to the Chamber of Commerce. It's phenomenal. And, in fact, let me put on my host hat for a moment, Jim, if you don't mind, and ask Coach Belichick what he thinks of you reaching 100 episodes. Coach? Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful accomplishment, and uh, you know, we're going to moving forward. But uh, right now, it's on to on to one hundred and one. Well, that's very insightful, Coach. But is there? Do you think there's anything more you can add? Maybe perhaps going a hundred more. It's uh, it's on to one hundred and one. Uh, but again, today, Coach, we're talking about the future. Uh, on to one hundred and one. That's on to one hundred and one. <laughs> John Tory, you're amazing as an interview. I, I got to i got to hand it to you. How do you do it, man? Well, I can tell you that I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. I, I've cut down. I used to be at 30, and now I'm more around 40. Speaking of coffee, here's somebody else that likes to drink a lot, Stephen A. Smith, although he's more subdued. First of all, I just want to say this. As someone who has been one of the most respected, distinguished, influential, entertaining, dignified, and acclaimed men in the game, I'll just come in with you my cool voice. Stephen A. is here to say this. Jim Taddy, Perry Lefko legendary pair i'm down with y'all and here's to 100 more i'm out for now now we have now i just want to say i just want to say that oh, we have somebody else here we have somebody else here jim oh uh oh we have somebody else here but uh, it's jim taddy ladies and gentlemen i just want to say that when you go to fox 40 you will find the fox 40 diet the fox 40 coaching boards the fox 40 electric whistle producing 100 decibels at the touch of a button use the code Yes, guy, for 50% off your order. You know, you know, Jim, I don't know if you know this. 
<laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you know that, okay. that a big fan of you is a, is a is a broadcasting legend, a broadcasting Uh-oh. legend. I don't know if you know this. Do you know that Peter Mansbridge is a humongous fan of Yes oh. Guy? Did you yeah, know that, Jim and Perry? Yes, you guys yes know? Guy. Yes, yeah, of I course would... you would know. Peter, isn't that true? Well, for 100 episodes now, Yes Guy with Jim Taddy and Perry has been entertaining Canadians. One moment you might be hearing about organ players and PA announcers. The next it might be about Paul Henderson. And, of course, sometimes you might, if you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value, <laughs> contact Charles Park Managing for Real Max Realty Services Incorporated Brokerage. Contact Charles. Yes, guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that is wicked. <laughs> wow, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, that is Lucas Meyer, the man of a thousand voices. Lucas, how are you, sir? I'm great, Jim. How are you guys doing? It's you know, it's wild, isn't it? A hundred episodes. How are you feeling? You know, hitting uh, this landmark. It's a big deal. Well, actually, yeah. Well, thanks to our sponsors, Charles Park and Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated, <laughs> Fox Forty. <laughs> Feel good. <laughs> I love that impersonation of me. <laughs> Lucas, I got to hand it to you. We we found you. And you've been a, one of our favorite guests, a man of a, many voices, ma- many characters. Dude, dude, Lucas, man of a thousand gonna, voices. When are you going to take your show on the road? Oh, you know, we've been talked to, I've talked about this for a while, Perry. You know, it's one of those things that it, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. But, you know, you see the types of people, because I have thought about maybe doing a little bit more. But, you know, yeah, the people who go out on the road and, and try to do shows. I mean, they, they really are real pros and they, and they try to put so much in there. You know, obviously, as you guys know, I, I had an incredible experience being on the Simpsons randomly. You know, I, I, I you still kind of, kind of pinch yourself to think that that's going to happen. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just one of those things that's kind of always in the back of my mind. I don't know if I'll ever do anything too, too, too serious with it, but I got to say that, you know, being invited by the like to be, I mean, you know, Jim, you're such a legend and Perry, you've been so kind. It's, it's honestly just, it's so much fun to do this with you guys. And a huge, honestly, a huge congratulations on getting to the big 100. You know, some people are really excited about it. Uh, Jim, by the way, you didn't tell me something. I did not know Uh-oh. this. You know what you, what? Do you know what you forgot to tell me? What did I forget to tell you? You, for, you never told me you were such good friends with Kawhi Leonard. You never told me you were such good friends with Kawhi. I had no idea. Um, I have Kawhi here, and I would love to ask him his feelings about you. I mean, Kawhi, why don't you, uh, you know, tell the people what you think of Jim, um, you know, and and the type of person he is. Um, He's a yes guy. Um, Obviously, he loves the game of broadcasting. Um. Well, I mean, it's just more questions you need to ask him in order for him to tell you about himself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know who Jim is. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to lead with the laugh. <laughs> you got to build up to it, Jim. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I know that. That's why, you know, I, I do pick up speed when I read a, a sponsor tag. Yeah. lucas thank you very much really appreciate it it's a a real pleasure it's so great to chat with you guys and uh, again 
congratulations on 100. So happy for you both and all the best moving forward. From the Prime Minister. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Lucas. Bye. Thanks, guys. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. So the reason I, I like reading that copy is it's the first copy I ever wrote for the show, and it's because Herb Braley was the original sponsor of Yes Guy, the radio show, and he's with us now. Herb, welcome. How are you today, sir? I am great. The glass half full guy is in the house and totally pumped to be on Yes Guy 100. Can I, I can't believe it. <laughs> Yes, Guy 100. I like the sound of that. It's only going to last for a week, though. <laughs> well, we'll work so, towards 200, right? That's right, yes. Next week it'll be Yes, Guy 101, and then we'll, we'll, we're shooting for 200. So when we first talked to you, and Perry and I first talked to you, because it was during the pandemic, I think it was uh, slightly less than two years ago. It was uh, late uh, fall, maybe early fall. We're in Westdale at a Tim Hortons in a parking lot. What did you think? I thought, well, this has got to work. we got uh, three guys who can't even drink their coffee inside Tim Hortons who are strategizing on this talk radio show on a, on a, sports, uh, on a sports radio network. And uh, I was really probably more excited than you guys were to see where, uh, where this was headed. I, I just liked the fact that the format was going to be something unique, I believe, for sports talk radio, and I wanted to be a part of it because I like doing creative and memorable things. Herb, i got to ask you truthfully, Jim Taddy, you knew you were going to work with him. When you, when you thought you are going to invest some money in a show with me, did you really, really wonder, I don't know what I'm getting myself into with Lefko? Well, you know, as long as Tats was going to be there, I figured we were good, Barry, you know? <laughs> I gave that to you, Herb. I put it on a <laughs> put it on a plate for you. Beautiful. Did you like that? Okay. Yes, guy. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, guy. That's uh, my imitation of you, Herb. Yes, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could do I can do it in a few a few different levels. You know, fast and slow. We'll see how many we can work in here. Well, let's go for it. Okay. Let's do some yes guys. Go for it, Herbie. Okay. Well, you want the the deep voice. Well, whatever, it, whatever, uh, work with us. Anything, her. Come on. Anything, anything would help at this point. <laughs> yes, guy. That's yes, it. Guy. Wow. Yes, guy. Come on, Herb. Wow. Uh, Let okay. it breathe, Herb. Give it some. Give it something I, else. I guess, yes, guy. I guess, yes, a, guy. I guess yeah. as a financial advisor, you don't have much ad living. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to try and work them in naturally, you know, as we were talking about a few things here. So, you know. Well, we that's the financial numbers. advisor in you, right? To naturally, you know, you're not going to you're not going to present things out of order. It's just going to flow naturally. That's how you do your presentations, isn't it? Well, we're trying to be organic, you know, about this. You know, we'll we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yes, guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me! Wow. So, what's new, Herb? What can you tell us? What are you working on? Well, you know. Uh, just trying to get to the end of the year, uh, closing some things off, finish the uh, the year on a high note. Uh, I'm happy to see that the market's done a little better recently. So, you know, I'm not getting uh, as many calls from some people who need some hand holding. And, um, you know, I think that 
the uh, the Fed recently said they figured they're going to get inflation under control, uh, you know, after the first part of next year. So I think that spread some confidence for everybody. And uh, next year, uh, we'll see what uh, what happens with the RSP season. And uh, in the summer, I'm planning a great big uh, Canada party at my business association conference in Nashville. So I'm uh, really excited to have been given that portfolio. And we will see what we do with uh, music and uh, our friends who are who are involved in these gigs that I get to be a part of. And uh, on it goes from there. Yes, well, Herb, I'm, w- I'm wondering if at any point you'd like us to get back together with you and stand outside and freeze our butts off trying to work out a deal for the Yes Guy show. Would you like to recreate that? Well, it worked the first time. You know, we may as well do it again. Yes Guy. Of course. <laughs> Yes, guy. Yes, guy. I might I might slip the yes guy in a little smoother than that because it yeah. sort of jumps off the page. Well, is is it that bad? Do I sound like uh, the penguin or something like that or some I, I didn't superhero? say I, I didn't say bad, but it, it needs a little massaging. How's that? Um, so let me throw this at you. It's a financial question. Uh, if the market was to finish strong, as as you know, as it did last year, at year end, it, it really. You know, it really hit a level that that maybe it shouldn't have. Uh, do you think that could happen this year? I don't think it's going to be a crazy roaring finish. I I, th- I think we all should be happy if we just don't see uh, you know multiple days where the market's down two and three hundred points. If it's up fifty points here, a hundred points there, more more days than not before the end of the year. I think that's a pretty good sign. Herb, a long time ago, Jim Taddy said, "When we get a sponsor." No matter how good or bad that sponsor is, just work with the sponsor and say it was great. So I just want to say, for all your interviews, you've been great. How's that? <laughs> yes, guy. Of course. We <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to send the renewal out later this afternoon. Uh, it's 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 awesome. You know, I I want to be involved as long as we can figure out a way to do this and. What's been the coolest is, uh, you know, for a, a kid from St. Catharines here to be able to be involved in a, in, a, in a TSN radio show and sponsor it and even recommend some of the guests that you've wound up having on the show that are friends of mine who are doing some pretty cool and interesting things. And I think that, I think that the show, Yes Guy, is about, um, you know, bringing people together more than anything. And that's what, that's what, is the most appealing thing to me because I try to do that with just about everything else that I have going on. So thanks to you guys. Well, all I can say to that is yes, guy. And I know you're going to like this copy because this is something you and I uh, put together two years ago and I've tweaked it a little bit since then, but of course you have to approve it. So I had to increase the number of years of experience, but it flows. This is my favorite piece of copy. All due respect to the other sponsors. I love reading this. Here's how it goes. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor, Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one 877-734-3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Well, let's talk about it. Advanced planning, your life, your say, your tribute in all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors, let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Welcome back to Yes Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing 
refinancing or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Master your game strategy with the Fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball, hockey, football, and more. Use the code YESGUY at checkout. For 15% off your order, go to fox40shop.com. Now, here's a guy who uses a coaching board. Ryan Dinwiddie is here, head coach of the Argos. Coach, how are you? Doing well. We're just going to head start on the playoffs. Ah, okay, good. The, the bye week, is that problematic or is that something you welcome? Uh, something we welcome. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it's going to be a tough opponent, whoever wins, between Montreal and Hamilton. But, you know, the, this week gives us a, a chance to get a head start on them. So, kind of got started on them. And, uh, you know, we'll see who, who we're going to play on Sunday. Ryan, I did a, a book with... Uh... Pinball Clemens, very interesting guy. Now, he hired you. Can you tell me about what it was like during that meeting when he, when he just basically sold you on the Argos and sold you on the idea that you could be the guy that could get the team back to the Great Cup? Yeah, it was great. We, we, you know, we sat down, went to a Raptors game, sat in the back, had a nice dinner, and uh, you know, he was known that I was potentially going to go back to Ottawa for one more interview, and he was just, you know, told me, hey, just come up here give us a chance. So sat down talked to him. I mean, you know how um, – you know, mesmerized people are about Pinner. He's got a great, great energy to him, great person. I just felt like I trusted him in the situation, along with John Murphy being on board last year, that, uh, you know, we were going to get this thing turned around. So you came to Toronto, you know, you worked a long time out west. How did you adjust to working in Toronto, which has some very loyal fans? There's not a lot of them, but they're very dedicated. Yeah, it's, it's different. You know, I mean, I think we want to get some more. We want to get some new, you know, loyalty fans. Um you know, I think the guys that show up each week, or gals, you know, fans, they, they bring a lot of energy to our stadium. And, uh, you know, our players really love playing at home. And they are loyal. They are diehard, right? There's a lot of tradition in this organization. Now, you know, it's up to us to make sure we have a consistent winner, you know, something that they're proud of. And, Ryan, some of the coaches across the league have made some quarterback changes. Some of them have been controversial, but you've stuck with McLeod Bethel Thompson throughout the year. How do you know? How do you know when it's the right time to stick with a player and maybe make a change? Yeah, I think, you know, when, when you feel like it's time to make a change, it's, it's definitely time. You know, if you're, if you're thinking that way, you know, there's probably a reason why you are. And so there was times where, you know, McLeod and myself sat down and said, hey, we got to be better here in this area, you know, but I, I'm, I believe in you, right? So that's the one thing quarterbacks need to have. they got to have confidence um, in themselves. But they also have to have, you know, understand that someone in the organization had your back and believes in you. So McLeod knows, you know, we believe in them. Not a lot of people did, you know, for years past. I think he should prove some people wrong. You know, you had that major injury to Andrew Harris earlier in the year. He was a big part of things, and, and obviously you learned how resilient this team is. So how would you describe the Argonauts this year? Like, how would you sort of categorize what makes this team special? Well, I think just it's next man up. You know, we've dealt with a lot of injuries, a uh, lot of adversity. You know, we're sitting there four or five after that loss to Calgary. And, you know, um, a lot of people didn't think we'd get to where we are now. So we kind of just say, hey, guys, we've, we've handled a lot. Let's focus on each game, each practice, each day, and then it, we'll get to where we want to go. So we say, hey, these last nine games, you know, let's get to 1-0. and And then we're like, let's get to 2-0. and Let's get to 3-0. and So that was kind of our approach. I think guys, you know, taking that approach, we're a little bit more locked in on the process. You know, you got hired, and basically that whole first season was scrapped because of COVID. I mean, how unusual was that whole experience? Well, it was tough. It was it was tough because I didn't get to see my staff at all until we actually got to camp the following year. We didn't we we never met in person. We had to do everything on Zoom, so that was frustrating. And then just missing the season, you know, especially when you, you get a chance to be head coach for the first time, you're really looking forward to it. And then the season got scrapped. That was disappointing. Um, but at the same time, you know, we 
we used that time to study, look at some different schemes, you know, improve as a coaching staff. And I, I thought we handled the pandemic about as best as you could do. You know, Ryan, Mike O'Shea usually develops a beard fairly early into the season and lets it grow. I've seen you have a little bit of stubble there. Have you ever thought about giving yourself the Mike O'Shea look? Not, not quite, not quite that. I, in the off season, I'll let it go uh, from time to time. Sometimes I won't shave for a full month, but my, my wife doesn't like it getting that long. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who, who has influenced you as, as you're building yourself as a head coach? Who are your influences? Well, I, you know, I got Pinner in house, which is nice to you know bounce some things off of him. I and mean, he he sat in his chair and he's done a great job. He's won the great cup as a head coach. So, get a lot, lot, lot of influence uh, from Pinner. And then you know, I learned a lot from. My college coaches, who I still keep in contact with, we talk all the time. Dirk Cutter was my, my first college coach, and then he coached the NFL forever. So I just go down and spend time with him when he's with the Bucks, and we talk from time to time. And Dan Hawkins was my next head coach. and you know He's coaching UC Davis now in college football. He spent time with us in training camp, and then Chris Peterson was my quarterback coach who coached at um, Boise State and then Washington for a while. So those guys are guys that I just, you know, if I need to pick up the phone and you know go through some things, those are guys I call so we're talking about the, the Eastern semifinal, Montreal versus uh, Hamilton, and I'm wondering, do you have any particular team you'd like to face, given, you know, thinking about last year with Hamilton? Well, I, I mean, who knows how, how it's going to play out. We're, really, we're studying both teams. I don't want to pick a favorite because then, you know, then you'll get disappointed you're playing a different opponent. So we're, we're ready for each one. Uh, obviously, last year we, we didn't get it done in the East Final. I had every opportunity to early on to, you know, to kind of change the outlook at that game. So, you know, we we got to show up and uh, win this one this year. I mean, we're playing at home again, and we got a great opportunity, but we also uh, got to understand how important this game is. Well, Jim mentioned uh, Andrew Harris. I want to ask you about Speedy Banks because he had such a great career in Hamilton. You've played him here and there, kind of all over the place, though. He's got some big – he's made some catches, some touchdowns. So what was it like, or what is it like coaching Speedy Banks? Well, you know what? Uh, coaching Speedy was awesome, I, and I and I didn't know exactly how, you know, his football IQ was. He's a very smart football player picks up everything, um, and he's been great, great to be around. It was fun having this on It's the last game, you know, uh, spending some time with, with him, the practice and different things. So, you know, it's been great. And I think Brandon's still got some juice left, and, uh, you know, he's looking to finish his career with a great cup ring. So watching the uh, the Eastern uh, playoff on Sunday, how will you do that? Will you do that separately, or will you do that in a group and without, you know, without uh, sort of delving into any secrets? How, how do you process what you're watching? Yeah, so we're actually going to have a, a team uh, viewing party. So we, we uh, go to the suites upstairs at BMO Field, and then we'll watch the game and provide food for the players and you know, kind of see how it plays out. It's pretty exciting for the players to do that. And then as soon as that game's over, with the, the staff will come downstairs, you know, watch it on our computers and you know, put, put our information we need to do as far as breakdowns and you know, how, how we run our reports. So, yeah, it'll be an uh, interesting day, and I'm sure the coaches will be uh, excited to finally figure out who we're playing. So that, that brings the obvious question. What would it mean to get to the Grey Cup? I mean, just is it so close that you could see it, or do you have to just sort of take it a day by day and hope that everything works out in two weeks? Yeah, that's uh, kind of that's how our approach. I think last year, you know, guys thought we, you know, we're the best team in the East. We're just going to get it done. We're going to the Grey Cup. Well, you still got to win the East Final. So that's our focus right now. Those guys know the, the Grey Cups at the end of the road. That's where we want to get to. But we're not going to get there if we don't handle our business next Sunday or I guess two Sundays from now. But yeah, that, that's our focus right now. Let's, let's find a way to get there, and then, then once you're there, obviously everybody knows what you're there for. So, Ryan, take us back to, to camp. When you first assembled this group, what were you thinking? What, what, what did you think that was uh, like? What did you like about it, and, and what sort of happened that maybe caught you by surprise? 
Yeah, I think, you know, I was really excited about our defensive line. Uh, you know, I, I think we've had some injuries and we lost some guys there. We're, we're not as good as we were early in the year there. But I was really excited about our defense. I and mean, then we spent some money in free agency to get some of these guys in here to, the, to load up on the defensive end. And, you know, offensively, I felt like McLeod was taking that next step, second year in the offense. Um, the receivers, you know, really showcased themselves. Uh, we got a great receiving core. And then I was excited about Andrew and uh, the way Andrew was, you know, bringing a little bit of downhill running style and, and just character. Uh, to our offense as far as learning how to be pros. He brings that every day. So, yeah, and then unfortunately he got hurt. And, you know, hopefully we're waiting to get him back. But I was really impressed by his work ethic. Okay, i got to go back to Pinball Clemens for one last question. When you're in the presence of Pinball, is like, is it like are you in the background? No one knows who you are, even though you're the head coach, and Pinball is that, that certain figure that just stands out among everyone else? No question. Like when I went on my, my job interview, you know, we parked down in uh, – downtown where the uh, Raptors play. And then as soon as we get out of the car, everybody's like, pinball, pinball, pinball. I mean, there's hundreds of people. And then even when we can still go around, you know, it's it's, it's, it's nice to me because I don't have to deal with it like he does. I, I'm uh, pretty pretty unrecognizable around the city. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, if you go anywhere with him, you know, they're going to have a, at least one fan come up to you. Ryan, thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it and all the best. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Go to SafeBridgeFinancial.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Let's talk about advanced planning, your life, your say, your tribute, and your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors, let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show. Yes Guy 100 on TSN 1050. Yes Guy, no guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for, and it's the 100th time we're doing this, we're playing Yes Guy, No Guy on Yes Guy, the radio show. Go ahead, sir. Every time you hear Lucas, you have this strange feeling in your head like you're talking to yourself. (laughs) I love that bit he does. And, and actually, I know we've said this before, but but the John Tory impersonation sort of leads naturally into mine, doesn't it? No guy. Okay. Well, I'm going to say yes guy. To, uh, I love listening to Lucas and, and, and his many friends. Must be a little crowded where he lives. Um, yes guy, no guy, number one from here. You don't like the bye week for the team that tops the East or the West division. Don't like the bye week for the playoffs. Uh, no guy. I actually like it guy because okay, I think so the team that the team that wins finishes first deserves to have that extra week. It's that's what happens in football and sports most of the time. Okay, guy. Well, that was pretty uh, specific. Go ahead, sir. It's November. You like people, you like all guys who grow mustaches. Oh, yes, guy. Yeah, sure. Well, whatever. You know, if you, if you want to get behind the cause, sure. If you don't want to, and you want to support it another way, fine. I'm, I'm okay with, with either way. Okay, guy. That was a yes. It was a definitive yes. Very emotional yes, too, I must say. It, it, it was a firm, capital letters, yes, guy. Yes, guy, no guy. Two years ago when we met in the Hamilton Westdale Tim Hortons parking lot talking to her Braley, you knew we would do 100 shows at the very least. No, guy. I was concerned, but I really appreciate the fact that we've got so many sponsors behind us and have allowed us to get to number 100. Yes, guy, no guy. You think we're going to get to 200. Yes, guy, no guy, 200 is just around the corner. It's two years away, but we're going to get there. Of course we are, guy. Let's end on this. Yes, guy, no guy, 30 surgeries is at least 29 too many. Poor Leo Routens. I don't know how he does it, but it is way too many for Leo Routens. But thanks for showing up, yes, guy, despite all those surgeries. 
Absolutely. He was, he wasn't laughing, but he was in stitches. Does that make any sense? Yes, guy. That was a good one. Way to end it off in stitches. <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us on yes, guy, 100. Come back next week for yes, guy, 101.